morning, Saturday, November 13th, 2021, and I'm Robert Booth of threeoaks1.com. That's three oaks spelled out and then numeral1.com. You'll find lots of useful information what I'm preaching about. I have a license. I'm an ordained minister, and uh, it's not hard to get that. I didn't have to go to a bunch of schools and stuff. You pay a fee, you become ordained. That's a certain amount of nonsense. However, I paid the fee, $40, and I'm, I'm legal to preach it, what I want to preach about. And it's, it's about Jesus Christ, as far as it being a Christian organization that ordained me. Uh, that's fine. I, there, the place I went through doesn't have limitations on what I can preach. I checked in that. Preach whatever I want, paganism or anything. I, I'm an ordained minister. So I'm telling you about things on threeoaks1.com that help you get out of being deceived. I'm bringing light to the table that no other ministers have really tried to do. They have taken the opportunity to preach for the Lord and preach whatever was laid on the table before them without doing a whole lot of extracurricular findings. This has more been, more been shunned because what's on the table is working and functioning. And that's what they're giving you as you watch this nation, two-thirds professed Christian, $28 trillion in debt, 60-some percent divorce rate after the, going to the third marriages, up near 50% for your first marriages, divorces. You got $28 trillion in national debt. You know, um, that's all going on in a nation that two-thirds professed as Christian. And you say, well, we don't teach about the extracurricular findings. They shun them. Well, it makes a nice 10%. But you end up with a nation, $28 trillion in debt and 15, 65% divorce rates, depending on which marriage you're in. To me, those are just on-the-surface facts. Those everybody pretty much can get in touch with those facts that are going on. But countless dysfunctional things are being produced as a order or a society living under these regulations in this book because of what people will do with that book. You can predict it. I'm going to give you this, and it's got these elements, and this is what you will do more so than not. So they've given it to you, and they've put these elements in it, and this is what you will do, and here's the equation has an equal sign, and at the end of this plus this, this is the outcome. The equation has a, 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 a solution to the equation, and, the, and the, the solution is coming out $28 trillion in debt and, and high divorce rates. And, and when you think about what we go through on a daily daily routine you know we we go through things with people in our neighborhoods there's nothing but strife i've had angels visit me or beings that are not of this realm of you know existence i mean i can tell by the clairvoyant level stuff that i'm experiencing that this isn't a human and it's coming from a different realm of existence. So, so I'm going to count it an angel. And I, I do that based on what the message was. Would this message serve God, a great and terrible spirit? 
And that's all I can tell you about God without getting into a lot of details is there is a great and terrible spirit across the board. Uh, Jesus was was professed to have said that, that his church is the world, spiritual things he can learn as he wanders walking with the Lord in his life. So he knows that the spirit is great and terrible and what is being shown on a, on a level of useful insights about the mysteries of this spirit to know me is to love me. So he goes around his church, the world, learning spiritual things. This appears to be the process because he eventually comes back after this 13 years that I think they, some believe 13 and some believe 17 years of disappearing that, that he came back to Jerusalem and his tribe and his following, or at least the ones that knew about him when he returned, they, they came and listened to him as he delivered what he had developed a system or a doctrine for his followers before that great and terrible God. And he learned it from his church as the world. So he comes back and delegates to his people what he would have them do. Now, we don't really know that, and that's the part that makes me kind of an outlaw preacher. We don't really know that the Bible we're looking at is really what Jesus did. We just know there's increments going to be included because of the orientation of the material. How many preachers are going to have a big audience and tell you that you don't really have God's Word in your hands? Why am I standing here? You don't know what God said. Why am I standing in front of you? Well, I know there's God. That's why I'm standing in front of you. And I, I know I'm listening to a great and terrible spirit that com, com, can tell me all things. It's capable of it. It's, it's limitless. All the, you know, if you start talking about the vastness of creation, the stars and the oceans and all the creatures and everything that we can imagine put any evidence to possibility you know, God has done it so the spirit that made all that has such wisdom to to keep it functioning and and everything that you can safely assume that that God could tell me all things just leave that in the in, in you might as well assume that everything is possible with God you might as well assume that just looking at the vastness. I mean, I can't tell you, has anybody ordained that I know that God said through Jesus that all things are possible with God? I do not know that. As far as me and you know, Rome made it that way to open doors, make possibilities to cause some reaction by adding that element to it. You do not know that Jesus said, go ahead and consider that God can do all things. You don't know that he might have fine-lined it. He might have said, God can do everything but this. And that's the way God made it. You don't know that. And I don't know that. And that's a heck of a message to expect you to put any money in a pot to tell you we don't know. And I'm here to preach to you. Holy cow. Well, okay, that's what I'm doing. I'm telling you that what's been going on can't keep going on based on an equation. When the equal sign has the solution amounting to X. Let's call it X, a variable. And that X isn't adding up to good coming out of the equation. What's going in? Two-thirds of America, Bible, 
Christianity as conventional Christianity has it. Going in, two-thirds of America, another figure, and then an equal sign coming out, and you have 65% divorce rates and $28 trillion in debt. Something isn't going right. You've got the elements in there to have what I'm watching is a rebellion on the law of the Lord, which was one reason in the movie Luther, I think it was a 2013 film, if I'm not mistaken. It could have been a different year, but Luther. About Martin Luther, and he had complained that they were charging a fee called indulgence and the state prosecuting like they used to get the person down and everybody throws stones on them for a particular crime, religious crime that the law of the Lord had depicted and, and they would the state would prosecute. The Romans were charging an indulgence fee and letting you out of it. Nobody was coming over to your house and pulling you out and stoning you all afternoon if you died good. You know They, they don't have that going on. So the indulgences were being sold to give a fee to the Roman Catholic Church. And you don't have to worry that anybody's going to come and get you for that religious crime. You are holding a piece of paper. It's an indulgence you paid for. That was evidence that the law was being upheld by the Romans. They were still using it to get fees. So evidently, whatever heresy was being burned along with the books by the Romans was another thing you don't get preached. I don't tell you that. They don't put your guard up. They tell you, go lower your guard. Trust. No, I'm telling you, be honest about it. That's what the great and terrible has shown me be honest about it before that great and terrible that, that holds judgment on me every hour every second every minute every day and the magic of a shaman principle can develop in my life in that same pace it can be instant it can take a long time and karma has no deadline if I created that karma by something I did in my life and there's going to be a production that it gets whipped into and it comes out as a de deformed child or a family problem or or enter into a situation that's going to teach me what I need to know or whatever you know level that the spirit brings that karmatic response from the poor behavior I did before that great and terrible spirit as a person needing to be in some form of an order before that God that great and terrible spirit I need to do my actions in front of that spirit knowing that there'll be those results that that I'll be judged every second every hour and every minute for how i think how i feel what i do about it and you know those karmatic responses can be positive and can be negative the energies that come off of doing right generally gonna go you know who do does good gonna get good there's gonna be some good karma there for you and it'll come just like the bad karma when the divine understands and it knows it needs to be utilized you've created it in your life and as an encouraging reward that good karma is there for you and it will unfold in ways that miraculously will just astound you that god did that for you in your life and that has to do with the karma you're creating by the things you do before that great and terrible spirit so i'm here to tell you that the equation isn't working that I did my homework and I've got it all down to a virtual science and that you got your stuff's in the hands of a no good origin and that's part of the elements involved in getting people to do predictably what people will do when you hand them that kind of stuff.
And so then they, they've got these leaders that come through and, and they've got the organized church started out as the Roman Catholic Church and, and the level of intimidation. This king would have his relationship with the Roman Catholic Church and he would have his churches in his society set up Roman Catholic, etc. And you had the threat of any military action that the Romans and any allies, alliance to the Romans, would bring on you through that king. He would just contact the other king that believes the same thing he believes and I need some help managing my people. And you know, it's kinda like me and a powerful figure I know over there that, that knows all kinds of people if I need his help, you know. Same way. So you're in the hands of the Romans doing what systematically people will do when they're handed this type of material with these elements included. I mean they give it to you where you know and they know they're aware as an organization that, that you're going to know that they can't be trusted 100%. Well, they'll make use of it. Just like when a boxer gets hit in his chops and it angers him, the, the coach will say, use it. Well, they know that they're caught right there and they'll make that part of the magic act that's going to be pulled off. They know that, that that's a, an, an element involved. It's a stop. You, you know, when it comes down to a difficult place for you, you'll choose the forgiveness before you'll choose the letter of the law. Eventually, they'll erase that Jewish order using that Jewish king. And that's the magic they're trying to pull off. They know that with that stop in it, you'll do the other. Eventually, they'll work you down little by little. You know, chip away at you. This'll get dropped off, that'll stop getting paid attention to, and that'll stop being a practice. And they work that right through a system designed to do that. So I'm here and I'm 666 and I have enough evidence on the website that if you'll start leaning my direction with it, I'll offer what will defend you and you'll be able to lay it on the table in front of somebody and here's why I'm listening to that man. And I'll give you that stuff and it's all there on threeoaks1.com where you can say, hey, he's got this evidence. Do you have something to take that down? Then I'll be standing for you as a Plantagenet king Plantagenet, French. But before that, Mary Magdalene and Jesus' bloodline came through where, where the Knights Templars have Mary Magdalene. I think it's in London or, or, or in France that they uh, exhibit Mary Magdalene's body. She went up that way and, and they developed this Rosicrucian coming out of Europe and she supposedly developed the Rose and the Cross and, and that come to those Merovingian kings, Merovingian kings, and they had birthmarks. Most of them was, there was four of them, and it was marked with the cane birthmark. The Lucifer bloodline was given that cane birthmark, and, and it was red on their chest or their back near their heart area, and, and it was their hand and their head, or, or their heart and their head had marks on it. And that was the cane line, bloodlines Lucifer bloodlines that are protected through some of these orders, especially the one I am part of. I looked it up. I forget if it was Robert I of France, but one of them actually led me to the Merovingian lines and the fact. I posted them today, several kings that actually tie to my bloodlines. Actually tie to the Grail lines. The Grail lines are different than the Lucifer bloodline that came through those Scythian people. The Lucifer, the the 
Grail bloodline is crossed in with Jesus and Mary Magdalene's child and then through the Merovingian bloodline that that survived and that's who I am of. I'm Robert Edward Booth. That's six, Robert Edward six, Booth six. September 23rd was a date of prophecy and I wouldn't even really count on all these prophecies. I mean, remind you, look, two of the world's greater prophets. Uh, Muhammad was accepted by Islam. He has Gabriel ministering to him, the angel under Jehovah Adonai of the Christians, and they're killing each other, the Christians and Gabriel's month. So I'm telling you something's fishy there. And you have Jesus only going to rule for 40 years through Gabriel's message. The funny thing is through Jehovah Adonai and John's message that was exiled and made to prophesy uh, for Rome and turned out rewarded by being a pope for Rome instead of crucified like the rest of the following of Jesus. John went on after being profoundly questioned at one point in the writings that we have called the Bible. Tell me how much you love me, John. Ain't you ever been jacked like that? I want to hear it out of your mouth because later on John prophesies it and you can do that through like Gabriel or Job Adonai. And you've got a book, book of Judas, 150 years after Jesus was dead, somebody sat down and wrote what Jesus talked to Judas about. Okay, that's as valid as anything else you've got because in those times it is historically known that I, if I'm Jesus, I can have somebody in a group write something down and me verify what they wrote down and they can sign my name to it. So as far as the book of Judas being 150 years late and produced, if the author was responsible and wrote down what he recollected by then a couple generations, as best his family had told him and he shared it, names and all, he says Jesus don't even serve Jehovah Adonai. Well, that's not what the Catholic Church says, who was at war with the Jews. They said Jesus was Jehovah Adonai, and they burnt books, specifically books, specifically books that lent to anything that quarreled the Trinity, that Jesus was Jehovah Adonai. That's odd because Judas' book, 150 years after his death, says that he don't even worship Jehovah Adonai. He's not under the same God as Judas. So we've really got a conflict there when you're talking about the origins of the Bible. But we still have a great and terrible God, mind you. We still have a great and terrible spirit that knows if you're doing right based on all the information you're getting. Hallelujah, right? I believe in praising all day long. That great and terrible spirit could use a little praise there's enough bad every day no matter what you do good there'll be some bad well you try to counterbalance and, and serve the light well that makes perfect sense now that's the best i've been shown this is because of that constant darkness that just is that that all the light we can produce and all the peace and all the love and joy are like light compared to destructive or dis-ease these peaceful, loving, joyful, expansive spirit fruits, they call it in Christian church, fruits of spirit. These, these fruits are of light. They're not of anger and wraith and jealousy and envy and things that are of darkness and of destruction. Don't serve those. And that makes sense. And I would preach that. But I wouldn't tell you that I knew Jesus said it for sure. But I could say it, was, it would be really good that my king, I could imagine, said that. I mean, yeah, I can do that all day long, but what people will do when they have a book that's about that reliable 
is they'll accept the salvation being offered and they'll go on and live their lives. And that's why you have 65% divorce rates, third, third marriage. 40, about 45 and 50% first marriage, you have like a $28 trillion national debt, all Christians. But by the time they get done knowing where the origins of the book come from, one element, and what they're forgiven from by the God that's great and terrible that's over top of everything, they go and do what they was going to do. And well, you end up with those results, divorce rates and national debt. You have strife in your communities. Nobody can get along. You don't have loving families. You have cutthroats right in your household, your wife or your kids trying to get in your pocket because of the social expectations and the gender appreciation trick you got to pull off. If you want the girl that, that you're after, you've got to appeal to her. And a lot of times being she's female and more than a male, prone to a lustful disposition, the frills of life would be nice. And if you'll show up with that offering, a really nice lifestyle that the feminine can enjoy, that's what you're going to get. Therefore, child is getting under dad you know daughter she don't want to have less of a, a selection of men so she's got to have a certain style she's cutting your throat over the car she's getting or whatever she's manipulating all that's through your household as men you, you can't sit down without something else being demanded upon you you know, and then the other man trying to do the same for his household, giving you products that don't work, fake boxes, slick tricks, and, and you end up dealing with it every day. All saying, oh, we love God. We have his words and we believe it 100%. You can say that politically all day long, but by the time it's over, you accept the salvation and you do just like I did when I started this talk. All I can do by the time I consider the origins and all, is decide if I believe my king would have said that. If that's all you're going to end up doing, behave like your king is tied into God or whatever bottom line you got to put it on and behave. Well, they're looking at forgiveness and what will people do? To get, they'll just perfectly control. It, it, it allows for many controls. You, go, you want in a, that type of situation for economies and nations as many controls for yourself as you can have. Well, if I drop this, they'll go do that. If I place this on them, they'll need to do that. And and you can do that by having the government over this type of spirituality. Once I control who's controlling who, you know, I mean, the, the gal can put on this type of allure. You can put on as a man, this type of enticement. And if I have my hands in the controls of your spirituality, then bouncing you off a legal system, that's just countless controls for this nation. I've got you spiritually with this element in it that you're gonna to run to and say, I believe my king would have said that eventually. You might as well, in so many cases of what people are gonna do with that element in it, go on and live your life and accept the forgiveness. And then all they do is sit there like a rake and rake money off the top, come down and do your services we provide 10%. We have a beautiful service, 10%. We have beautiful service, 10%. Jesus died for you, 10%. Here's the rule book, 10%, but they won't tell you about the origins of the rule book and how many controls a governing system off of religion and government can, can do and that you don't know what you're looking at except by the hands of Romans other than the hope that's in me. I am Robert Edward Booth, 666, September 23rd, prophetical date. I am of the Plantagenet bloodline, the Merovingians, 
who are the grail bloodlines of Jesus and Mary Magdalene's daughter, Tamara, T-A-M-A-R-A, the Knights Templars, and have Mary Magdalene over there in London someplace. They have evidence of these grail bloodlines and orders. Uh, Prioria of Sion, Rosicrucianism, Freemasons, a lot of those orders have to do with preservation of these bloodlines. So I'm urging you that even though I might not be what you expect, which is part of their magic, to place, you know, like a college kid has a whole lot of expectations and ends up on drugs or whatever goes on. They want all that to work in a way that I'm affected and your relationship with me is affected. They want you to expect this much so you'll blow me off. Just, he doesn't do what, what we expect. On the other end, they want me to have to add up to those expectations and end up on drugs, which is plenty of them in this nation because of the marital system, which the church has described as no longer the dowry system that the Bible described. Again, complete church and state manipulation of the people, and you and I deal with it. Your daughter wants a certain lifestyle to have many more choices of men. The boys, they want to have the, the enticement or appeal for the ladies. They drill dads, they expect of dads, they hate you, everything else. All that goes in your household because of this church that forgives but doesn't really give you the authority to carry out what they were selling indulgences from their own hands, being in that proximity, you know, 500 years before they ever started using the Bible, after Jesus' death. There was still enough proximity for any Jewish people or people that believed on those Jewish practices to call them. And, you know, they had to wait 500 years to get that much out of the way. But how many were still, I mean, 500 years, that's like looking back, you know, eight, nine generations and doing something about some religious practice they had back then and risking your life to do it. By then, the church had enough power going on that you were risking your life. So you had to do that over what you didn't really, as a man, have power to know about. They made all the go everything go away, and what was trickling through, they were stamping out like a fire getting started in your yard. You were burning leaves, keeping it started, stomping out again. So that's what's going on. Your hopes is in me as in a king. Don't expect what they laid down. They laid down false expectations so that you'll just blow me off and, and that I'll feel pressures like a college kid to perform on levels and just crash and have to do drugs or something. I don't have to do drugs. I smoke the pot stuff because of the medicational values and I found it in what words did get through. And I said, you know, did God say that? Would my king allow that? Is it herbal? Well, I found out extracurricular stuff that Jesus and his brother Thomas James or Thomas Judas. Thomas Judas, I think, and Jesus went around and did a lot of herbal finding for their medicinal practices. So I, I do use the marijuana. I, I, I got on some stuff when I was young in this nation. I, I did a great examination of the house of the wicked. I was raised up in a mess of it. You know, whatever effect that, that these, you know, practices in America do on a family. My house, old, had fallen and divorce and everything had went on. And, and I, got, I got raised up in, the, you know, you got to entice the girls. So getting dope and stuff in this nation, which, mind you, a lot of is accused to come in through the government. You know, through these ports, certain deals with government officials and things. 
So, you know, while having all those controls in the situations and getting appeal and everything, that they got they, somebody's getting up under it selling drugs because, you know, the, that same lust in the female really wants to feel good. And if you've got the good cocaine or something, you see, you know, you don't have to be rich. You can have a clunker of a car and have a doll baby of a woman going around with you if that felt good when she did the cocaine. Add a little sex to it, you get what you want. It was a great time. You might end up married to her. You can both get off drugs when you go to rehab together. But it goes on in this manipulated nation. You know, that creates avenues and things. They look at those elements. What avenues will this create? How can we use this? And that's what they do with their time. Manage. So even though I don't add up to what they put in that book, no, there's countless books that, that will lay on the table and I'm, I'm putting them, including them all the time on the website. That you know, Jesus said, the people I heal, most, a lot of them will become sick again. And I believe he goes on to describe about a three-day period. You end up down in two or three days from where I healed you. So does the church tell you that? You're going to walk up on me and say, I have cancer, heal me or you're not who, who you say. That's exactly the magic they want to do. And that will affect how many people, like frowning, is contagious. They want that to happen. They want you to do the dirty work for them. And that's the way they designed the magic book they're using. The book that John became Pope after being Jesus' apostle and watching all the other followers die after he was profoundly questioned just tell me how much you love me, John. And goes on to prophesy that Jesus is the devil. What do you think about that? Well, I love you and Jesus loves you. And don't forget that the Messianic bloodlines are Lucifer bloodlines. And if your tribe or your people gets blessed enough to have a, 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 a Messiah, please don't abuse the Messiah. Have a good day. Peace profound. <laughs>